Hi everyone, this is Tracy Fenton, founder of World Blue and the World Blue Academy, and welcome to the Freedom at Work podcast. I'm here to teach you how to think with a freedom-centered mindset, thrive as a freedom-centered leader, and finally, how to build a freedom-centered culture for your team or workplace. This podcast is about answering one key question. How can you, as a leader, use freedom rather than fear to unleash the full potential of individuals, teams, and organizations in order to achieve breakthrough results and change the world for the better? If you want to explore the answers, then you're in the right place. Let's get started. Welcome to part two of this podcast episode. Today, we're exploring freedom at work within publicly traded companies. My guest today is Gary Ridge, CEO of the WD40 Company. As you know, Gary, and what might be new to some of our listeners is that the freedom at work system that we teach at WorldView has three parts to it. It's about a mindset and organizational design and a leadership style that operates companies from a place of freedom rather than fear. Now, you talked about Al, the soul-sucking CEO, and I'm just wondering, how did you get this mindset, Gary? How did you get this more freedom-centered mindset, this freedom-centered approach to wanting to run WD40 this way? What inspired you to not be an Al? I think the basis was that I, I really came to grips with the fact that I was not going to do it alone. And, you know, we think we're pretty smart, Tracy, but way back in 384 BC, Aristotle said, pleasure in the job puts perfection in the work. Mm. And when I thought about that statement, pleasure in the job puts perfection in the work, I thought, how can we build a culture where people actually enjoy what they're doing? And it wasn't just, you know, holding kumbaya singing lessons on a Friday afternoon. It was people want to do meaningful work and they want to be respected. They want to, you know, we have four pillars that we stand on. Care, if you work at WD-40 Company, we care about you. And caring is not just caring about you as a person, but we care enough to have a robust business model, a good strategic plan, hold people accountable, you know, to do all the things that make a business viable and so it can be enduring over time. We're going to be candid with you. No lying, no faking, no hiding. Most people don't lie. A lot of people fake and hide. And it's, again, because they're fearful. The other pillar is accountability. We're going to hold you accountable, but more importantly, we're going to be accountable to each other. This is not a one-way street. And then responsibility. We're going to be responsible for our actions and the things that we do. So putting all that together, I thought, you know what, I've got to, I've got to try this because that feels better. And honestly, it does feel better. And we've been able to look back now over 20 years and say, this has been successful. I will tell you, I did not know it would be successful. I believed the principles were worth trying, and we stuck at it, and it did work. But I could not get up on a stage and say, I want to tell you about the grand plan from 20 years ago. I can tell you what the foundation was, and the foundation was the same as it is now. But as Simon Sinek and I have talked about often, it's simple, it's not easy, and time is not your friend. And more importantly, you've got to make sure that your empathy eats your ego instead of your ego eating your empathy. Isn't that so true? And that mindset difference that you brought to WD40 
set you off on a completely different trajectory, which is so powerful. And the ripple effect that you were alluding to earlier, the ripple effect in your tribe members' lives, in their homes, and in the world is huge. You know that we have a course where we teach something we developed called the power question and the power question practice, and you've been trained in this. So for our listeners who might not know, the power question is, what would you do if you weren't afraid? Just what would you do if you weren't afraid? And we have a five-step practice also that we teach people to enable them to recognize fear and shift their mindset from fear to freedom, literally in an instant. And I know you use this question all the time at WD40. What do you find, Gary, is the thing that people are most afraid of in the workplace? Decisions around people. And I, you know, one of the most effective outcomes of asking the question of being around people, I, uh, you know, we've, we've got people all around the world and, and when it comes to the time when you know that you've done everything you need to do and you've got to make a choice, it's really hard to make that choice when it impacts somebody. You know, that's, that's that balance between being tough-minded and tender-hearted and the genius of that is being in the middle. And when we ask the question, okay, we need to take this action and we say, so what would you do if you weren't afraid? And the answer is so clear what would we do if we weren't afraid. Okay, so now that we've identified that, what will we do? And what it helps us do is move from that fear of what we need to do to helping the person move on to something bigger, brighter and better for them because if someone's not happy in an organisation, they're not happy. It's not just you that are not happy and we should set them free and enable them to go and and find something that is really going to make them happy. So it's a very powerful question when it comes to thinking about those tough, tough decisions. The the power question is the most valuable, the tougher the decision is. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. It is so true. I mean, the power question is something I even use in my life every day, both just my personal life and running World Blue and working with all of our colleagues. And it is, it's amazing how when the decision to be made is tougher, that that tool is so helpful because the research tells us that when we are in a state of fear, our brain, our peripheries of our brain shut down and we get tunnel vision. So we're not able to make the best decision possible when we're in a state of fear. And so to just have this tool that can shift us in a moment to a freedom centered thought, bam, instantly better decisions. And I think decisions that are more aligned with long-term goals versus just the short-term quick fix. Yeah. I don't know if you shared this with me or I dreamt it up myself, but I've used it as a, as a little bit of a comparison. A deer standing in the middle of the road, staring at headlights coming to them is absolutely in a state of paralyzed fear. You would think that the deer would move before the car hit them, but they don't. Mm. Because they're in total paralyzed fear. Starting with mindset, right? Mindset is where this starts to building a world-class freedom center culture. Then it's about the organizational design. And here at World Blues, you know, Gary, we believe the organizational design system that creates the optimal conditions for success for everyone while also impacting the bottom line is organizational democracy. And we talk about... 10 principles that make up a democratic system. And one of those principles is accountability. And we've been talking today about you can't have freedom without accountability. You know, freedom has a backbone to it. So you have to have accountability. And at WD40, you guys have 
many ways of practicing accountability, but there's one I particularly love. And so Gary, I was hoping you would tell our listeners a little bit about it. Yeah, I think you're referring to the Maniac Pledge. Absolutely. Okay, so many, many years ago, we realized that one of the things that really was getting in the way of accountability was openness and actually, again, freedom tracing. Mm. So, you know how we like to put words around things at W40. We like to put things in a fun way but a visual way so that it doesn't become kind of paralyzing because it's the policy. You know, you must talk to each other. That doesn't work. So we penned up the Maniac Pledge. And may I share it? Absolutely. We'd love to have you share it. Okay. So this is the pledge we take. I am responsible for taking action asking questions, getting answers, and making decisions. I won't wait for someone to tell me. If I need to know, I am responsible for asking. I have no right to be offended that I didn't get this sooner. And if I'm doing something others should know about, I'm responsible for telling them. And that's the pledge we take. So it takes away the finger pointing, the quacking, quack, 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 I didn't know, quack, 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 he didn't tell me, quack, 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 I'm, you know, I'm not treasure, quack, quack, quack. <laughs> and then, you know, what happens when the quackers get real big, they go to the head mallard, quack, 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 you know. So this takes all that away. So it's lived in our organisation for many years and it's people exercise it. I have people walk into my office, maniac pledge, like, okay, what's up? Well, I, I need to know this. If, you, if I knew this, it would help me in my role. Okay, well, I'll share with you what I can. I love it. And what I hear also behind that is by having that accountability, and it's not just you as CEO being accountable, it's every single member of the tribe being accountable, that again takes away fear, right? Correct. It takes yeah. away the fear so everyone has the freedom to be in a position to step up and be at their best. And I think to me that's what's so powerful about freedom at work and organizational democracy. It expects and demands the best of us. Like, this is not for, for quacking ducks, you right. know? Right. This is for people who really want to stand up and grow and be at their best each and every day. Yeah, giddy up. <laughs> giddy up, exactly. And, you know, and this sort of leads me into the last element of the Freedom at Work system. We talked about mindset. We talked about design. The last element is leadership or what we call freedom-centered leadership. And we define freedom-centered leadership as a person who practices three core attributes, the first one is power. So they know how to be in their power in the right way. Not power over others, but being in their power in a way that empowers others. The second attribute is love, which we correlate to self-worth and having high self-worth as an individual leader. And the last attribute is umbutu. This is a word I learned many years ago in South Africa. It's about how can I be at my best so you can be at your best? And how can you be at your best so I can be at my best? And Gary, I just want to focus on one of these attributes, power. And I want to ask you, what does it mean to you to be in your power as a Freedom Center leader there heading WD40? I think it means comfort with vulnerability. Mm. Really gives me a feeling of being in power. Because when I'm in a when I'm prepared to be vulnerable, the power transfers to a whole broader base. And when I talk about leadership, I love Simon's quote, whereas leadership is not about being in charge. Leadership is about taking care of the people in your charge. And to do that, you have to be human and vulnerable. Absolutely. And you know, to me, I actually, I do want to talk about the self-worth because you can't be vulnerable and authentic if you aren't to some degree, secure in who you are, 
right? Mm -hmm. Which is self-worth. And one of the things we've learned at World Blue is for leaders who want to build a freedom center workplace culture, that individual really needs to feel comfortable uh, in who they are. You know, we talk about a one to 10 scale, that individual should at least be at eight or higher in their sense of self-worth. And that's what I hear in you. And that's what I know about you. You are secure in who you are. And that allows you to be vulnerable and be authentic and be honest and be in your power. You know, one of the conversations that you and I had that really made an impression on me is this area that can be so challenging, which is, okay, great. You know, I can imagine our listeners listening today are going, I love this idea of freedom at work and building a freedom center culture, but I have shareholders, I have investors, and they're going to think this is total woo-woo. It's not quote-unquote real <laughs> leadership or the real way of running a company. They're never going to go for it. Now, WD-40 is a publicly traded company. You have investors. When you first started down this path, were they with you? How did this go? <laughs> <laughs> you know, 21 years ago, they were even more focused on what's, what are you going to do for me in the next 90 days? And, and I kept saying to them, you know, please do not expect us to be this 90-day company. In fact, one of our largest shareholders and still are and have been for about 15 years, I, and they're a, a company that's a socially responsible investor and they actually invested in us because they really did get their head around what we were trying to do. And I said to them once, look, I am sorry, I'm not smart enough to be able to lead a company in 90-day intervals. And they said, thank God, Gary, you're not dumb enough to try. <laughs> and and today, today it's quite a different world. In fact, just last week I was out doing investor calls with our director of investor relations and the shareholders that we have now, they get what we are. One of the larger ones I said to them, what we better owners, why don't you sell us? They said, it's so hard to find companies like you these days. And Larry Fink from BlackRock in his letter a few months ago, and I referenced it in my article about the soul-sucking CEOs, they're starting to pay attention that the power of, you know, a, an engaged workforce is going to deliver. And, you know, as I said, if we, if we didn't have a 93% engagement, they wouldn't be talking to us because we'd be a financial disaster. So um, I think it's a conversation you've got to have courage to have. And I have said to some people, please don't buy our stock because you and I will never get on. And that's okay. There's other places you might want to go. I'm so glad to hear that some of these investors and VC firms are starting to see more and more that direct line correlation between culture and the bottom line. And, mm -hmm. you know, we started this conversation talking about how in the last 21 years, WD40 has gone from 250 million to over 2 billion in market cap. Mm -hmm. And something that we've done with our research at World Blue and had third party verified is we looked at what is the quantifiable bottom line impact of operating a company using Freedom at Work. And we took World Blue certified Freedom Center companies, of which WD40 is one, and compared them to the S&P 500 over a three-year time horizon. And on average, World Blue certified Freedom Center companies, companies that practice Freedom at Work, had seven times the revenue mm. growth compared to the S&P 500. Not double, not triple, seven times. And we threw out the outliers, right? That, that number could have been a lot higher, but we threw out the outliers seven times. And 
that's what you all have proved as well. And I love that you've got these investors who have come along with you on this, but also that you've had the moral courage to stand in your power and say, this is how we're going to roll. And I'm sure that wasn't always easy at times, but I'm glad that they have gotten behind you and seen the impact. So Gary, when, for leaders who are listening to this, how does a leader know when they're ready, when they're seriously ready to go build a freedom-centered culture? When they believe Aristotle. Mm. Pleasure in the work puts perfection in the job. When they've got a, when they've decided that empathy is more important than ego. When they've decided that they don't want to be an owl. When they've decided that they need to involve their people. When they've decided that servant leadership. And when they've decided they truly, really want to enjoy life because Life's a gift. Don't send it back unwrapped. And we have no right to get in the way of people being great. And, you know, as I've been through my 31 years here, 21 years as the leader of the, the tribe, I can look back and say, you know, I'm proud that I had the opportunity to help this tribe be what it is today around a, a blue and yellow can with a little red top. And that's your legacy. You have made the world a better place by building this tribe that is rippling out to impact the world. How do you feel about that? Well, thank you, but I planted the tree. It's grown. It's all of the tribe members who are making that and uh, work. And, you know, without them, I would be nothing. And without all of us, we would all be nothing. So we planted the tree and there's a lot of shade under that tree now. And I do feel good. I mean, it's... I am convinced that purpose-driven, passionate people guided by their values create amazing outcome. And when someone else's happiness is your happiness, that's love. Gary Ridge, CEO of WD40, thank you so much for building a world-class Freedom Center company that we can all be inspired by. Thanks so much for being with me today. My pleasure, always. Thanks everyone for tuning in to today's show on Freedom at Work. If you like what you heard and you're interested in finding out if you're a fit to work with World Blue, here's what I invite you to do next. Head on over to worldblue.com slash call. That's world and then blue without an E, B-L-U. And book an appointment to speak with our team. We'll get on the phone with you for about 45 minutes and explore how to help you develop a freedom-centered mindset, thrive as a freedom-centered leader, or build a freedom-centered workplace culture. Remember, living, leading, and working in freedom rather than fear in order to unleash your full potential does not happen by itself. You need expert guidance to make it happen. We have over 20 years of experience working all over the world with top leaders and brands from small businesses to Fortune 500 companies, helping them achieve results with our proven methods and courses. To see if we can help you do the same, head on over to worldblue.com call and book a call with our team now. I'm Tracy Fenton, and I can't wait to connect with you soon.